How was your doctor's appointment? Do you got the AIDS? <laughs> yep. That's what I went in to double check. Just make sure you still got the AIDS. Big time. Yep. Thankfully, still still there and kicking. Mm. Hooray. That's good. Yeah. Want to share some needles later? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Did a trial uh, dog adoption. Oh, yeah? This week. Yeah. It, it was a good dog. Didn't didn't get along with the cat, though, so we couldn't keep it around. Fuck the cat. So that sucks. No, the dog, or the cat. The cat's the, he's the number one guy. So you're gonna, so you're sending this puppy to death because your fucking no. cunt of a cat couldn't fucking deal with it? No, humane society can't, uh, they don't euthanize. Right? <laughs> I don't think they do. They get one chance, and if you don't adopt them that day... They're put down. <laughs> Take them right out back and shoot them in the Normally head. Normally they do it right in front of you. I'm shocked. Them in a hole. Yeah, it's lucky right. you don't have children. Otherwise they would have forced you guys to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I, yeah. Monster. Would have made them better. No, because we didn't adopt. It was a foster thing. So it was like a trial. So it wasn't officially our puppy. That's too bad. What kind of dog was it? It was like a beagle mix. Oh, it's pretty cute. Man. It's like medium size. Yeah. Yeah, it's I pretty bet cool. Was fucking adorable as shit. He was, yeah. He was pretty good too. Like, so he was already housebroken. Apparently, we didn't even know that. So he just he like no pissing and shitting all over the place. So, so yeah, it was nice. That's a plus. Your next, bad. your next one will not be so lucky. I know. Yeah, <laughs> next one's gonna shit all over the place. That dog like goes into his crate too, like at night. So we were putting him in there because of the cat. The first night, like I picked him up and put him in, and he cried. But then after that, he would just like walk in when we when we're getting ready for bed. Pretty good boy. I'm gonna go adopt him. Yeah, you should. He's a good boy. What was his name? Noodles. Max. I'm gonna rename him Noodles. That's a yeah. Okay. Why Noodles? I have no idea. That was the first okay. thing that popped in my head. <laughs> All right. Sparky. Interesting. Yeah, Sparky is lunchtime fine too. There we go. Right before this, I was editing a editing a um, recipe video that was a uh, noodles, fried noodles. So that was a nice. It's weird, weird that you say noodles. So I was just thinking about noodles. Me too. I'm hungry. Yeah. Though. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not nearly as fascinating uh, reason. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ready to get this train on the tracks? Yeah. Enough chit chat. <laughs> Giraffes have black tongues comics, aka Night Talk. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we are talking about The Walking Dead episodes um, 17 and 18, and of course, Nightman, Manimal. Oh, shit. Happy Giraffe Vember, everyone. Drop it. Giraffe Remember that drop? <laughs> Perfect. Pretty pretty good sound effects, right? Oh, yeah. Spooky. It, it really captures the essence of Giraffe Vember. It does, yeah. E.T. E. and fireworks. And fireworks. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>. A. Yep. <laughs> Scary stuff. Classic. The scariest month of the year. 
That's right. Yeah. But speaking of um, scary stuff, that manimal was pretty scary, right? Guy who turns into animals. That's fucking spooky. Shape-shifting. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, fuck. I talk. There you go. I was, I was hoping you were going to play that drop before you start diving into it. Of course, I have to. It's night night talk. But this is fight we're finally at Manimal, which has been listed like Nightman slash Manimal on that archive website we've been watching these on. So that's cool. We finally are introduced to him. I didn't expect Manimal to be like an old man who shape shifts. I was kind of surprised by that. So after watching that episode, I was like, all right, maybe this is like a big time character from the Ultraverse. So I looked it up on Wikipedia. The, the show creator, Glenn Larson, he created this show, Manimal, back in, like, I think it said 1983. Oh, And, like, okay. that that <laughs> that whole explanation that, uh, what's her name, Variety gives, Lady Charlie, mm-hmm. where she's like, yeah, I read some articles about this guy. He used to help out the police force with a bunch of fucking animals that he trained, and he would secretly actually change into him. That's actually the basis of this like fucking one season long TV show oh. that uh, this guy created. So he just crossed over his old character into this. I thought it was an Ultraverse guy, but then I was like, no, no, that was just the the guy that only. I was thinking of only turns into the werewolf that that like Russian mob guy. Oh man, that's weird. So that, that makes it even funnier and weirder. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a crazy show. Some crazy crossovers. The crossover we've all been waiting That's for. That's the one we've been wanting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, very, a spi- very, fuck a Spider-Man. Yeah. We got Manimal. Yeah. Fucking fuck Spider-Verse. Or um, whatever that homecoming. Into the homecoming or something. Whatever it was. Fuck. What was the name of that one? Into the Spider-Verse? F- Far From Home. Yeah. That's the one. That reference. There you go. You nailed it. Yeah. That deserved it. <laughs> that's that's why we that's why I have that. Um all right, anyway, this uh this episode was pretty weird, so Manimal also travels through time. That's another thing too. So he, not only does he help the 1980s police, he also goes to like the 1800s to like do this cat and mouse thing with Jack the Ripper who also learns how to time travel. And, uh, kind of a weird storyline. I, I don't know. Like we're, we're starting in London, 1894 with like some guy who's super into it to this hooker. Right. Which I think turned out to be Jack the Ripper. That's why he was so into it. Or yeah. someone was into the hooker. And Jack the Ripper, this Jack the Ripper is not like your classic Jack the Ripper. This one does everything like why right in the open in massive crowds of people. Yeah. <laughs> like he starts threatening to murder this hooker in front of like every passerby on the streets. Later on in the episode, he attacks this famous pianist and like stabs him in the fucking hand in front of a massive crowd of people. Like, this yeah, he's guy... kind of like he's kind of like Assassin's Creed. He just like sneaks around and like just murders people with knives, like just in, got... in the crowd. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got like a cool like penguin style hidden blade sword in his fucking yeah. uh Kane, he's awesome. Yeah, it's Assassin's Creed. He has hidden blades. Um, so I like that. Uh, but one thing that does scare Jack the Ripper off from murder is this sound. 
I remember that happened, and he's like stopped murdering when he heard a train Wait, what? coming. What was their train whistle? I don't know, but I wrote it in my notes. It said train whistle scares off Jack the Ripper. I think like he got spooked or something when he heard a train coming well, by or from... something. Wait, no, they had trains in the 1800s. Yeah, they did. Oh, so maybe he just didn't want to get caught. He's like, oh shit, a train, better run. So good episode because there was a train in it. That's pretty awesome. I have zero memory of this train part. Oh, okay. Well, it happened. It was it was pretty great. You should rewatch the episode. I will. Just go get to the train and then I'll stop. Yeah. Or maybe like he was in modern day or something and then it heard a train and he's like, oh shit, a train. I don't know. Something happened. He heard a whistle. I don't remember it either, but I wrote it, so it must have happened. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, we do that, and then we learn that they're time travelers and shit, and Manimal, like, time travels right in front of the Prowler, which, uh, of course, like, just always, always shit going on with the Prowler, but, like, it's probably a good thing it happened, because Johnny seemed like he was getting annoyed by Raleigh's pizza talk, because Raleigh's like, oh, yeah, Johnny, you gotta go to this pizza place, and, like, you gotta try this, the best pizza in uh, the Bay Area. Johnny looked, like, very annoyed. Season one, Raleigh. Was this brilliant fucking government yeah. contracted scientist guy? New Raleigh is just the dumbest, most annoying, is, like, yeah. cunt human being of all time. Like, later on in the episode, after Johnny gets another vision of the, uh, the Ripper, like, right before he attacks the pianist guy, he, uh, quickly hastily exits their shared apartment studio together. And he's like, oh, I gotta go save this guy. And New Raleigh is just like nagging him. He's like, Johnny, John, where are you going, John? John, come back. Like, yeah, he's off, sick New of this Raleigh. shit. He's sick of this shit. He's like, man, what? Can't we just go for it? Can't we just get to the pizza place for once? Why the fuck do we always got to get into hijinks every time you're fucking driving? But yeah, New Raleigh is a, uh, he sucks. But I also like him because of his like, he's a little more fun, but the character is really far from what it was in season one. I like I like original Raleigh. I well, I do too. He's better. he's classic. That's classic Raleigh. But this Raleigh, at least he like kind I of want, makes it a little goofier and stuff. So I it's want like to buy the books, Raleigh. Fuck the fun Raleigh. Fun yeah. Raleigh's stupid too. He is pretty stupid. <laughs> I also wrote that Manimal is an anamorph. Did you ever read those those books? I forgot about this comparison. Animorphs. Did you ever read that no. when you were a kid? It's a it's a book series about people who turn into animals and fight crime. Wait, really? Like teenagers who turn into animals and fight crime, yes. Cool. And like aliens and stuff are in it. It's cool. But I yeah, that's Manimal for, for the listener. <laughs> well, it's a no, it's a novel. It's not a comic book. Fuck it. We're reading novels. We don't next week. we don't we don't read novels here. That's 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 good. read we don't read adult books. <laughs> no, we don't. We, if there's we no there's no pictures, pictures in the books, yeah. okay? We need the pictures or um, or we're not reading it. Fuck that. I refuse to read books with no pictures. Yeah. Is it even a book then at that point? It's really not. Fuck no. Just a bunch of paper. Yeah, that's all it Just, is. <laughs> it's a stack of printer paper, I guess. Okay, so um then they go to this um or um, Jack the Ripper, rather, goes to this, like, pianist concert because it's, like, the, uh, okay, it's Manimal's daughter's boyfriend is this pianist who is, like, a real smiley fuck when he's, like, doing his, uh, like, piano playing in front of a crowd. It's it's weird how, like, big and, and smiley he is. He's, like, 
he seems like retarded with that. It's a, it's pretty bizarre to see. Are world-renowned pianists not normally as happy when they're killing it on stage? I don't. I, they don't smile about it. They're like very into the into it. They're very serious. I feel like. I've seen a lot oh. of piano concerts on TV, so usually they're very serious. Unless it's like a super happy song, but this song wasn't that like happy. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I like the massive crowd he had just to get an autograph after his show, after his concert. Yeah, he did. That seemed far-fetched for me. It did. First well, of I mean, all, everyone likes musicians. There would musicians. be security there to like keep people away from the musician's green room if it was like a real venue. Second of all, in the off chance that he's like, all right, I want to go say hey to my fans, there's no way a fucking pianist has that massive a fucking crowd waiting for him. Like at max, he maybe yeah. would have his girlfriend and like three other random people. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It is weird. This dude had droves of lines. It's not like he's Johnny Domino, yeah. Right. And I love that Jack the Ripper just in front of every last one of these motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> just stabs him right in the hand, clear as fucking day, and then just disappears and teleports away. Fucking badass. See, yeah, that was pretty cool. I, and I felt like I felt like he was going to start pursuing musicians and that would be how I, that, Johnny gets That's the story I thought we were like, going for was he was going to start hunting Johnny Domino but no Yeah It always like these episodes always take such weird turns it's like okay I see where this is going and then it never goes there it always goes some like different weird way but Johnny's always involved of course I mean it's nightman Johnny's also acting like a cop again like I, like talking with uh I wrote down her I I found her name on um imdb it's briani bronca is what they're calling her i thought apparently it's not variety it's briani but i think variety is probably her name now it's better name that's a weird fucking name yeah yeah it's not attractive at all why would johnny want to bang that someone with that name because the name doesn't detract from the face age does though right she's too old for johnny you would think and she calls him John like a thousand well, I, times. I wrote in this that. Episode. I had that. I hate Why in the really fuck is everyone me. getting so familiar with John Domino? She does it a bunch. And even Ra- New Raleigh called him John a couple times. Oh, as well. what? Come what are we on. doing? His name <laughs> is know. Johnny motherfucking Domino. Show some say goddamn right. respect. Yeah, say it right. These fucking secondary replacement characters are such assholes. Charlie and real Raleigh never would have fucking done that. They wouldn't dare. So what else do we do here? Oh, um, Johnny is uh, taking off his shirt to change into his Nightman outfit. And we've never seen him do that before. He always just kind of like, we always get that like reused montage of him just like, like finishing, putting it on. Yeah. But, like this time we see him like taking his shirt off. He almost gets caught by variety, like in his Nightman costume, which like I, you could have just used the invisible thing. I think that would have yeah, been easier. Yeah. Than why the fuck back not just the room. like. Invisible just sneak right past her. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I would I would think he needs an undershirt for the nightman costume. It's gonna chafe the shit out of his nips. I was kind of thinking it was weird that he just is under there shirtless too. He's just like, freeballing the fuck out of the uh, nightman costume. Yeah. <laughs> this government agency costume that has probably been freeballed in by countless other <laughs> motherfuckers. Well, he's surely he's cleaned it by now, right? Like he had old Raleigh there. Old Raleigh probably cleaned it for him. So it's all his balls now. 
Yeah. But then old Raleigh wore the suit before too, so who knows when he cleaned it, if it was before or after yes. that. <laughs> oh, and the uh what's his name also wore it? The the guy the shapeshift uh face off guy. That guy did too. Let's see. So oh, and speaking of that, like Johnny was um I, I forget who he was talking to, but he was wearing like a white t-shirt and like skinny jeans. And he's like, oh, hold on. I got to change out of my work clothes. And I like how that's his work clothes that he's like so uncomfortable in. He's so, got to change out of them. So I feel like he just dresses like that all the time. Typically in season one, when he would be performing, <laughs> he had his special performance vest. Remember? Hell yeah. What happened to but that like, fucking for leather some reason, vest? Yeah. He's just wearing an undershirt in this one. And that's his new work attire. <laughs> Like I, I like to, like, I, I, I can picture that like, Hey, I need to change out of my work clothes. AKA I just need to grab something with sleeves cause it's chilly outside, but it's the opposite of that, which makes even less sense. Like, I wonder if we go back to his, um, I'm going to pay attention to the next sax perform- performance and see what he's wearing. If he's wearing a white t-shirt and <laughs> jeans, I feel like he wasn't, I feel like he, he has to be, it has to be a little something more than that. Right. Like he's not usually has an image he's got to keep up with. I mean, he's not professional fashion model, Johnny Domino. He's professional saxophonist. That's true. So I guess it's That's whatever is awesome. comfortable to blow sax in. Yeah. All right. So going back to Manimal, throughout the course of this episode, I forgot that he could shapeshift because he just did it so few times. Like he did it like one time to attack Johnny. And then like he did it again when he's fighting Jack the Ripper. He like turns into a Jaguar. And like Jack the Ripper seemed absolutely shocked that this guy could turn into animals. And I thought they had like this rapport, like they're going through time chasing each other. I'm surprised he looked like he had no clue that this guy could turn into animals. Like there's just the look on his face of like terror and like shock. But I was kind of shocked too. I'm like, oh yeah, he can turn into animals. Holy shit. Yeah, there's a (laughs) considerable chunk of this where that's not really addressed or brought up or important at all. It really probably doesn't even need the powers i, I don't know he, i feel like he could have gotten out of shit with his like time travel crystal you should focus on the time travel crystal i guess more it, it also <laughs> seems to be like a teleporter it's not just a time crystal yeah, right. it also just teleports on nightcrawler style because jack the river yeah. was doing that every time he was trying to escape a fucking attempted murder he was <laughs> so i i don't know it's, that was weird oh and then um Manimal pass- passes the torch to his daughter, so it's now Womanimal, I guess. So she can also do that. Uh, so, so he's like, he's revealing his big secret identity to his daughter after he got like shivved in the uh, kidney by the fucking Jack the Ripper during a panther fight. And uh, he's like, you know, I, I've always had this power. I bet you have it too. And then she never even once practices or like learns how to use it or tries it out. But then when her dad's in danger, she just instantly changes into the hawk and just saves him that way. So, like, so you oh, need a montage. You like, need a montage is what I you're needed saying. needed some kind of training montage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she just immediately figures out how to fucking do it. Like it's always been second nature to her. And that, perhaps that, it that, was. that transformation that they did that nineties, like, graphics that they did is pretty horrifying like in the in between the human and bird form yeah that was creepy looking (laughs) it was was pretty creepy but funny i like it so because of the bird thing that gives johnny the edge to fight jack the ripper which is like 
extremely one-sided like johnny just beats his fucking ass just once once it was like fist to fist like johnny just just kicked his ass it was awesome he's a hero well naturally i mean jack, jack the ripper wasn't a master karate expert no he was just a dude with a cool knife cane that's true yeah but without that knife cane he's nothing nah, that's what we learned bitch it's a little bitch jack the bitch is more like it yeah I like that uh, Wom Animal also has like a telekinetic ability that she immediately picks up on as well. When she's in her hawk form, she's flying around with Johnny Domino. She's telecommunicating to him just through her thoughts. She's like, hey, it's me. We're on the same side in this battle. I forget what <laughs> the fuck else she said, but it was all kinds of like, stupid nonsense. That That is also an Animorphs thing. Where <laughs> they, they do that too, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, dude, a great so, book. You should you should read those I'm, books. I'm, I'm picking up animorphs, man. <laughs> you got to, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fun. It is, yeah. I like it's I like, like how Manimal. heavily influenced it is by Nightman. <laughs> I know, yeah. I mean, Night Nightman influenced everything. It's all this is Ground Zero. <sighs> all right, what what else do you have? That's all my notes. All right, so. Very early on, after the penis gets his hand sliced and he has to undergo all those, like, major fucking nerve surgeries or whatever the fuck it was, like, the daughter is so freaked out, and, uh, with Jonathan Chase, that's, that's Manimal's name, he roofied his daughter to, like, put her to sleep so that she wouldn't try to go and stay at the hospital <laughs> and try to protect as a way to protect her from the fucking Jack the Ripper. He roofies her. Yeah, awesome. Why why did we glance over that? Like that was fucking amazing. He ruined <laughs> his know. fucking That's daughter. Awesome. What's pretty the cool? Fuck? Yeah. Awesome. So Johnny invites Dr. Chase to come by the club tonight, is what he says. Although this is before he ever introduces himself to him, or he even like specifies what the fuck club he's talking about. And then immediately next scene, it just so happens to turn out that Dr. J has happened to know where he was talking about and arrives. That was pretty magical. Yeah. Um, the, the lady singer in the lounge, he actually got Raleigh, new Raleigh goes over the PA system and introduces her. Her name is Sadie, it sounded Whoa. like he said. And uh, finally, I go, the club's featured artist tonight, Sadie, and she goes on stage and she sings this like poppy fucking song that sounds like it's from like the end of the 90s, early 2000s. Like this song was so goddamn catchy. Yeah, I even read down some of the lyrics. You don't know how I feel when I see you, your body. You don't know how I feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I want when you're standing next to me. You don't know what you do to me when you touch my body. It sounds like it's a song from like early Robin career back when she was a pop singer as opposed to like the dance pop shit or like maybe it was a song about like the band Dream. Like I can picture either of those yeah. singing it. That song was uh was stuck in my head for like 3 days. Yeah. Um, now I don't incredible. remember how it goes at all, but it was like I was like singing it to myself like yeah, when you touch my body I'm like vacuuming and shit. I like it would just come to me. It was crazy. That was it's a great song. I love song. that song. It's my new favorite yeah. song. Fucking classic. Sadie, whatever the fuck her name is, who is at House of Soul every night. It turns out that she's the granddaughter of the hooker that Jack the Ripper yeah. died fucking <laughs> raping and killing. Great granddaughter. So that was convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so like, oh, Jack yes, the Ripper's I immediately like sprung on her. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, so it's I guess, like she shouldn't exist because so technically, he killed that hooker. So technically, I guess he is only attacking musicians because he attacks her instead of Johnny. Yeah, I guess so. But still, it's like you got to go after Johnny and then realize he fucked up because he's actually Nightman. All right, anything else? No. All right. Amazing. Fun episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. Best crossover to ever happen. The most ambitious crossover in the history of fucking whatever. But yeah, it was fun. I love the show. It's awesome. I can't I can't wait till we're done with uh Nightman. We start up the eight episode run of Manimal. Oh man. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. I I wonder how that goes. Is that even based on a comic, I wonder? I don't know. Like the little I guess Wikipedia if it's based description on just said he's a superhero. He didn't say he's a comic superhero. Yeah, it doesn't make sense about that. All right. Anyway, speaking of TV shows, I forgot to load that drop, and it doesn't let me what? do it. So I'll this, put it in that here. That was the only know, reason we yeah. read this horse or watched this shit. <laughs> You'll hear it in the, the when you listen live at Friday at midnight. You always say that, but then you never add stuff in. I I add that one in. I'll add it in. Don't you worry. The Walking Dead. Update. Walking Dead so update. So I'm checking Read Comic Online right now. I don't see anything, any results for Manimal. Ah, so fuck. I don't think it is a comic. Okay. I guess it's just Animorphs then. Anyway, Walking Dead, season 11. Right? Is it season 11? Fuck, I don't remember. Yep. Uh, anyway, episode 17 and 18. What'd you think of this? I'm, I'm interested to hear what you had to think. So... Most of my notes are just questions about people I remember from the show in the comics. Holy shit, Animorphs, the graphic novel popped up. And so this actually oh, really? Oh, fuck. Okay, sorry, I got distracted. Oh, shit, yeah. For this. I can't wait for that. But, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't super into it. I'm glad I'm not the one who volunteered to watch this every week like you did for the drop. Yeah, but... I mean, now that it's over, you got to see how it ends. You got to see, like, obviously they're setting up Judith to, like, be Carl, like old man Carl at the end because Carl's dead. Because um, she keeps doing that, like, narration at the beginning of both episodes with flashbacks of, like, Rick Wait, and the was, Punisher and stuff. I thought I thought that was uh, fucking Daryl that was doing it. That was not a girl. It was, was a it? little girl's voice. Yes. No, I thought <laughs> Definitely. that was Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't Daryl. Daryl, how can you mistake Daryl with like a little girl, an eight-year-old girl? It didn't sound like a little girl. It sounded like <laughs> I swear Norman to Reedus. God, it was. I swear to God, it was Judith. It wasn't Norman Reedus. For both of them, <laughs> or just one? I think both of them. At least the second one, for sure. I thought the first one was Daryl. No, no, the second one was Daryl because that's when he was talking about fucking uh, uh, his brother, the uh, Merle Earl. That um, had to be him, right? Because that's why else are they wasting their time flashing back to his fucking stupid brother? Well, he talked about his brother, Judith I think, never, to Judith. Sh- Judith was never alive during the course of Merle or Earl's life, so she yeah, has no they, memory of him. She but they killed Carl, him. so they can't use Carl, and they killed Carl too as well, so they can't use Carl too. Dude, I which forgot you wouldn't even know shit about too. that. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, they mentioned him too. They, his name was Henry. That they, they mentioned him, but that's Carl too. I forget what they said. I think. She said something to Ezekiel about like, 
oh yeah, I remember Carl too. And he's like, yeah, I do. I'm going to stay here and uh, carry, move bags around or whatever the fuck I'm doing. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wait. Well, anyway, we're going to get that flash long- forward and fucking see Judith instead of Carl. How long have they been doing those? Like, me- remember the old characters that you used to like, like flashback things and voiceover this, parts. This is the first one. Oh, this is the, yeah. They just started doing this, but it's fun. You can see Rick. Yeah. See, I, that was my first note was, Hey, it's Rick. John Bernthal is there. That's cool. I like John Bernthal. Rick was there too. More importantly, he was Rick was there. Was Michonne there? Michonne is sorely. Michonne missing. was in the second one for a second. Okay, good. I don't know what she's doing because, like, this show is confusing because the main actors keep coming and going. So I don't remember what the fuck she's up to, but she's, she's doing she hasn't Black shown Panther. up in these episodes yet. Oh, is, is she in the Black Panther movies or part two? Oh shit, is she the bald one? I thought she's oh, wow. one of the Dora Milaje's. Isn't uh, she? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh. Maybe she is. So that's one of my notes here. In the comic books, the entire reason they go to the fucking Commonwealth was because, or the entire reason they moved in was because Michonne's daughter was a lawyer working there, right? So has she been found in the Commonwealth? Or do they just never mention Michonne's daughter at all? I think that. Fuck. I don't remember if this was the show or the comic, but I think that happened. Um, but then there was like that English lady who's hanging out with the governor who is um, a lawyer as well. And she like met her husband there or something. And I don't remember if they're still together, if the husband's still alive because they spaced out the season too long. And I don't remember what's happening with a lot of the characters. So that, that, British Japanese girl that you're talking about, the mayor yeah. lady's PR lady. She was on this Netflix movie I just watched not that long ago called I Used to Be Famous. It was super heartwarming. Oh, I highly okay. recommend it. All right. I could check that out. Oh, did you see um uh, on Netflix there's a show called um Cabinet of Curiosity? Did you see that one? Is that the Guillermo del Toro one? Yeah. So like at the beginning of every episode, Guillermo del Toro says shit in broken English and then like puts an action figure on the table and then says like, all right, watch the show. And then it's like a, it's an anthology thing, but there's like a yeah. ton of like big names in there. It's, it's pretty crazy. Economos from uh peacemaker was in one of them. Oh, that's really? Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> fun to see him in there. I saw um, I saw the girl from Garfunkel and Oates, Kate McCoochie's in one of them too. Yeah, there's a, well, there, there's like a ton of people that are like familiar, and it's like, oh fuck, who's this guy again? But yeah, that's a fun show. I haven't watched it yet, but I'll, I've been meaning to. Yeah, I'd recommend it. It's like it's it's cool. Oh, Gilfoyle's in it. That's another one. That's fun. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're watching another show that's like super trashy called The Watcher as well. And it's like about people moving into a house and they're being watched. And the dad is like, like really, really wants to bang his daughter. And like every time he sees her like wearing a low cut shirt, he's just like, he's like Italian and has these big stupid fucking eyebrows. And he's just like, Hey, I could see your tits over here. You gotta stop making me look at your tits, cover up your tits. He's like constantly talking about how he's like, Oh, what, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing lipstick like that? Uh, you're like turning everybody on in this house. 
It's very creepy what he does with the, how he interacts with his daughter. It's very weird. And then he like goes into her room at night and like brushes her hair with his hand. Yeah. It's very weird. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's fun though. I like how trashy it is. All right. Anyway. Cool. Speaking of trashy TV. <laughs> back to the walking dead. What else did I even have here? So, so my first note when they first get in that group is. Uh, this random old guy comes up and he says, fuck unedited on AMC. And I was like, holy shit. AMC. Yeah, they, you really they let do that shit now. go. They and do then that I was now. like, wait a second. Is that old guy Negan? He looks like he has aged like 25 years <laughs> yeah, over this span when no one else on the cast looks like they've aged a single fucking day. I can't believe how old he looks. Yeah. <laughs> he does look pretty old. Oh, man. I saw this other movie. I'm just going to keep veering off. But uh, Negan was in it and he plays the dad of this like one Batman? who. Oh, no, no, no. It's called Fall. And it's about these two stupid cunts who climb like a TV tower in the middle of the desert that's like. And get stuck up there at the top, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then like Negan has to has to he's a, he's there for like one minute at the beginning, saying like, "Oh yeah, you shouldn't climb that uh, fucking tower." And then he's like there at the end to like pick them up when they finally get a text through. <laughs> and like that was it. He's like he's in it for like two minutes. Then the rest of these stupid bitches climbing this tower for like no fucking reason at all. It's, it's all it, this rusty tower. Yeah, it was pretty fun. If you want to see like Negan for five minutes in a movie, that's the movie for you. Yeah. Saves the day. But yeah, they say fuck on AMC every once in a while. Like they let it slip. I think they did it in Breaking Bad too. Like when, uh, when Walt tells, uh, Gretchen, fuck you in the restaurant. Isn't it edited? I don't think it was edited. I don't, I don't remember at the time, but I remember it being like, cool. Like, whoa. So they can't have edited it, or I wouldn't have thought that. I would have thought, like, oh, that's weird. They edited it. Also, why did Negan become a whisperer? He just, like, took the mask and, like... their attack plan on the fucking Commonwealth guys. No, they all, like, occasionally do that sometimes now. They, like, kept the skin masks. Oh, so it was so wrong and evil when the whisperers did it. But the second they needed to get this new village of people who haven't figured, who haven't wised up to it, it's cool. As soon as, as soon as it's convenient for them, it's fine. Like, yeah, that's what they do. Cool. Okay. Did it just stop recording or did it give you like a warning of any kind that it was close to out of battery bar? No, no, nothing. It said like, oh yeah, you have... Like the the battery thing is like full, and then it's like okay, good. So I should be good for like three hours or whatever the fuck, and then it just like shuts off on me suddenly. It's like yeah. I checked before I started, and it, I'm like, okay, I'm good. That's convenient. Okay, yeah, it is great. What am I talking about, Negan? Whispers. Yeah, it's cool that they steal the tactics and stuff of you know they, they learn. Speaking of the whispers, did they flash back to Beta for a second during the? Uh... The opening model. Oh, yeah, part. they did. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad I finally got to see him. That made it worth it. Oh, wait. Was it ba- I think it was Alpha that they flashed back to. I thought it was the big, tall one. Did they show him both? Oh, okay. Maybe they did. I, I definitely saw Alpha because the bald one, but maybe they had beta. Maybe I missed it. I like how when they're driving around on the outside and shit, 
the the zombies seem to like ignore car sounds they don't seem to react to it because there's like all these zombies and they just walk on the sidewalk out of the way of the cars there's like it's none nice coming toward yeah. the cars in the street yeah that's cool <laughs> they don't give a fuck about cars oh and like the other thing uh that i liked about this episode is like people are protesting about uh fucking sebastian murdering some woman or something i totally forget what that was all about also but um as there's people like protesting with signs and like yeah fuck fuck that guy kill that guy um there's like some guy just like getting ice cream in the middle of the protest like he's just still trying to like get ice cream that's literally me that's what i would do in a protest i would just like be in trying to get the ice cream fuck protesting i don't give a shit just give me the ice cream so was that like the protest organizer was like, hey, we'll have an ice cream cart so everyone can come? Or is that like a, a regular city thing? And they're like, hey, if you don't protest, you can buy yourself some ice cream. Um, I think that they have ice cream all the time. They've well, gotten ice cream before. I think nice. I talked about that. We got to watch uh, Eugene eat some ice cream, like really big bites of ice cream. It was pretty gross. His hair is so fucking long now. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. I like how he puts on like a like a cringe cowboy hat in this. No, he looks awesome. Um, that, that was pretty fun. <laughs> that was cool. It made him look cool finally. And like Daryl's like putting on his cringiest motorcycle jacket before he goes out. I like how he's like looking, trying to decide like should I put on the motorcycle jacket with one white angel wing and one black angel wing on the back of it. This this uh, leather vest or whatever. Whatever the fuck he's wearing. I thought it was white and blue, but yeah, black and white. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, yeah, whatever it is. I don't know. I look how he's, (laughs) yeah. Why the fuck is he wasting so much time posing in the mirror to look cool for a zombie fucking apocalypse? (laughs) He's got to ride my motorcycle. Oh, then he puts on that jacket and then talks to RJ, who's who's Rick and Michonne's son. He's talking to RJ and while well, he's trying to like read Invincible. That was fun. I did. It's yeah, I know the Invincible. Yeah. I had no idea who that kid was, but yeah, that was right. That's a yeah, Rick and Michonne's son. I had no idea they had a kid. Yeah. Oh, and they also have this like Founders Day thing at the Commonwealth, and I noticed whoa, that whoa, they have all jumping, these like that's episode eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah. So is so is the motorcycle jacket. What oh, else yeah, do you have about right. seventeen then? Okay, so I have a bunch. Um Mercer's armor looks dumb as hell, but his hair looks pretty cool and I like his beard. It's nicely sculpted, yeah. Yeah. Fuck his stupid orange fucking plastic looking armor pieces though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the armor does look really shitty in this show. Why has Carol made it this long in the fucking show? She's a nothing just page filler character in the comics who dies off instantly and no one gives a fuck when she goes. Why is she still around for fuck's sake? And now she's like got three kids. That was weird. Well, they do a weird thing with kids here where they just like, they pass them off to whoever's still alive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more like adopted kids than that. She, she didn't like get pregnant a couple times or anything. She, she just adopts kids and they call her mom and shit. To make things confusing. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So why was there all that civil unrest in the uh, the Commonwealth? The one dude said something about reading what happened. So does the Commonwealth have like a local newspaper that they print every day? 
Uh, that's what I was going to mention about the next episode is they, the signs that they have, I noticed. They obviously do have the print shop working in this area, which is good because they printed all those like Founders Day signs. And uh, it's obviously like put together in like Photoshop. So they, they must have a computer and shit with Photoshop installed. Uh, thank Christ they can make these signs. So, yeah, I, I guess so. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you need that in civilized society. Why is every single human body on this show so easily detached right at the hip line? Like, any time there's any swarm of, like, more than two zombies attacking a body, they always just have to rip it right apart right at the hips. It's so fucking weird and every single time for some reason. Well, humans are very fragile. Yeah, but I've never almost detached the hips. Neither have I. But I've also never seen more than one zombie. That's all right, fair. Who the fuck is Lance Hornsby? They keep talking about this dude the entire time, and then, like, episode 18, he's, like, a major part of it, but who the fuck is he? He's not from the comics, is he? I don't remember that name at all. I, I think he, no, I think he was. He was, like, the governor's assistant that introduces them and gets them into the Commonwealth. It's that guy. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, he's not not a huge character in this one. He He's a guy who was in jail. That's who they were talking about. So, yeah, so that's confusing. So he's hunting the people from the original crew but he also invited them to come live at the commonwealth is what they were saying later on in episode 18 when they're like the deal know. with the governor or the mayor I don't I don't remember I just don't remember it's just too it's that, just too broken up uh, that dude's spiked ball hand the mace hand is fucking awesome I love that That's uh that's, that's Aaron. Aaron Yeah that he's was like fucking cool yeah, it is pretty cool. But yeah, he's doing like the Rick thing with the missing hand. and But he's he's doing something cooler than Rick ever did. Especially because I just watched Black Adam before I started these. And that's, okay. that's Hawkman's main weapon is like a giant spiked ball mace kind of thing. And oh, man, cool. he uses it way cooler than Hawkman does. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is pretty badass. Sebastian's the guy who kills Rick Grimes. But in this version, he's like some weak, whiny ass little bitch. Like, I remember him not being cool at all in the comics, and he was kind of a fucking yeah. twat in that. But man, this one is just, like, fucking bitching and crying to everyone about everything. Fuck this Yeah, version. he is a little bitch. But yeah, I think the, uh, he was pretty much the same in the comics, though, like, bitching about everything. But at least then he killed Rick Grimes. Yeah, that was his one redeeming quality. Hey, this yeah, but nothing. now there's no Rick Grimes to kill. Yeah. So, what is, what's he gonna do? What a twat. Yeah, seriously. He just, yeah, he really went out like a punk bitch. He's like, tried to throw, um, I think, so whatever her <laughs> name is, Sophia into the zombies, and then she like throws the zombie back, and then he gets bitten and he dies. He just immediately goes, ah, someone help me, help, oh no. Everyone just like watches him like, ah, fuck that kid. What a cunt. Yeah, seriously. There's pro wrestling in this. That's that's weird. I don't remember that from the comics. Yeah, that was that was strange. What a great Founders yeah, Day showcase for us all. <laughs> yeah. The green bastard. It looked like that kind of wrestling <laughs> ring, like Trailer Park Boys. That was pretty good. All right. So you excited to finish this show? Because I am. Nope. Uh, so <laughs> for episode 18 here, I have a couple more notes. Is Princess still okay, around on this? Who? Princess? Isn't that the girl with the pink hair and like the crazy? Oh, yeah. Person? She was like in the last 
like recent episodes. Yeah, she was around. She must still be there. I don't remember her getting killed or anything. Uh, at the start of that episode when Daryl like stabs the fucking Lance dude in the hand after they tell him not to kill him. And he goes, oh, I told you I wouldn't fucking kill him and he'll live from that. I just wrote down, Daryl's so fucking edgy and radical. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Same old Daryl. Did you see that jacket? (laughs) Yeah. The way he styled his hair to match it is so cool. Yeah. Rad. Is, uh, Is Morgan still on the other show or is he been killed off on either of these? Is he still around? I'm not sure. I fell off the other show. Oh. I like Gabriel's, like, one dead eye. The all-white one. That's cool. Yeah, right. That's pretty fun. Alright, that's my notes. Okay. (laughs) So, yep. There's the Walking Dead update. Good stuff. Almost at the end. How many more of these are there? I think there's, like, eight total. Oh. Are we all caught up now? No. Oh. How many behind? So can, I can I can upload the next two. I guess let's let's keep it going. I want to know what happens now. Now I am unironically watching it. Oh, now that I got started. This... But also, it's got, ironically though. I guess this will be like uh, your Game of Thrones for you. Will be my. Well, no, because I watched like maybe five seasons of this. Four or five. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's fun when you come in at the end and watch all the goofiness. Uh, happen. It was really fun with Game of Thrones. Hopefully this is the same. I can't wait for the dragons to show up. Yeah, me too. Alright, so you just want to keep going with that and Nightman next week? Sure. You didn't watch Black all Adam right, cool. at all? Oh, fuck. No, I forgot. Okay, here's everything that happens. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, I didn't actually have any notes on it. Like, alright, so... I well, 1,000% see why the critics fucking hate the fuck out of this movie. It is fucking stupid as can be. However, it is okay. a fun and entertaining stupid. Like, it's a blast okay. to just shut off your brain and just be like, oh, I'll just watch The Rock. Be a total, like, fucking <laughs> twatty badass of a guy for two hours. Cool. God damn it. Yeah, that's that's a that's a different kind of role for The Rock. Usually he's like the... Yeah, he's the like the smart guy. Yeah, he's like the smart brainiac of the team. Or goofy one. Yeah. On this one, he's just like the fucking monstrous badass, fucking kills everyone. And like Hawkman keeps like being like, hey dude, stop fucking murdering all these fucking weak ass humans, please. And he's like, fuck you, I'm gonna one up you and kill them all unless you save them. And then Hawkman's like, oh you. And then he has to go and rescue all these like bad guys. Uh, so that they can, like, torture them and use them for information. He's like, you see, this is why we don't kill every bad guy. We hold them hostage, and then we torture them for information. And then Black Adam's like, oh, I get you. And they're teaching him sarcasm. Dr. Fade is attempting to teach him sarcasm. He's like, okay, I promise I won't fucking kill these guys. And then he immediately grabs them both by the throat and flies them up into the air. He's like, can either of you guys fly? And they're like, no, no, we can't. Please don't drop us. He's like, all right, whoever answers my questions first, you get to live. And then he just drops the other guy to scare the other guy into, like, giving him information. And then he comes back after fucking trying to kill him. And he's like, see, I'm being sarcastic. And Dr. Fate's like, you still need to work on that, my friend. But, uh. It's fun. Yeah, it was fun. Adam Smasher's in it. That was, that was okay. He was cool. 
he's like he's like a giant version of uh ant-man except for dc and henry winkler is in it for a second as the original atom smasher he passed it down to his nephew so that's that's a weird cameo to have in there for some kind of reason uh they have they had harcourt the blonde lady from uh peacemaker show and the suicide squad she makes a cameo in there for a second uh amanda waller's in there that's cool Superman is in there. That was fucking awesome to see. Like, The Rock is wow. so out of touch with, like, I don't think The Rock has ever looked at a single page of a comic book before. He's like, <laughs> no. he, keeps, he keeps talking about, like, oh, I'm Black Adam. There's no one in this planet that can stop me. I'm, I'm the most powerful being ever. I'm Black fucking Adam. And he, they send in Superman to just kind of, like, talk to him at the very that's, end and be like, hey dude, hey, dude, uh, slow your roll. I'm fucking Superman. I will murder you in a second with a snap of my finger if I choose to, you pussy. You're not nearly as high up on the uh, food chain as I am. And, like, apparently I read a bunch of shit like, like, The Rock refused to let Shazam be in this movie, even though Shazam is his enemy in the comic books, and he's the person that he's, like, based off of. And they even have, like, all the... uh, the old gods from the Shazam movie that gave Shazam his powers because that's how Black Adam gets his powers is from like the evil versions of them and they're all in there but yeah he refused to let Shazam be any part of this which that's kind of a bummer because Shazam is the equal to Black Adam and I would like to see the two of them like interacting shit in the future movies but apparently they're all just trying to build it up to him and Superman fighting why wouldn't he let Shazam show up that doesn't make sense I don't know Huh. I maybe because Shazam was too lighthearted and family friendly of a movie, as opposed to like The Rock probably wanted it to be an R rated thing since those do better at the box office, I guess. I don't But I mean, that's like shouldn't DC be cool with that? Like they seem to like going edgier than uh than Marvel does these days. Yeah, but I think Shazam was like the because it's like because the Shazam character is just a child in his real identity and so they tried to gear that one specifically for families so maybe they don't want him being anywhere near anything R-rated I don't know uh, is is Black Adam more rated or is it PG-13 I don't even know I, I don't know I, what did it seem like was it pretty like they keep saying shit a lot in it but I don't think there's anything harder no, that than that do it. Like, I don't think they said fuck or twat or anything cool I'm looking at IMDB does he even tell you? There's a shitload of violence, so it might be an R-rated. Because he, he's cool. brutal as fuck. There are some really cool murder scenes in this movie. No, it's PG-13. Oh. Strong violence, intense language, and just... Or, um, intense action, and some language, it says. Profanity is mild, it says. Yeah, so I, I don't, guess it's not I don't think bad. it goes higher than shit. You're just, you're just too sensitive, Dave, to profanity, I'm apparently. too woke. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say shit. Frightening and intense scenes, moderate. So, like... Violence and gore, moderate. He has this one scene, kind of like the Quicksilver scene from those god-awful X-Men movies, the, like, the <laughs> yeah, reboot the ones. the great ones, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Those are the worst. But, like, the similar... Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, similar <laughs> yeah. to that one, where, like, Quicksilver runs around all fast and, like, fucks with everything while they're trying to shoot him. There's an entire army of these fucking uh, terrorists trying to attack Black Adam, and he just 
speedruns his way through everything, pointing missiles at other guys. He puts a grenade in one guy's, like, fucking mouth. And he points everyone's guns at everyone else on their own team. So the chaos ensues when it finally, like, goes back to, like, normal speed. That was so fucking brutal and awesome. There's another scene where he kind of does a similar thing to that, where he starts lightning bolting one man, and then as 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 he's going between all the other shit and the chaos in the background, like you slowly but surely see like the lightning bolt spread from human to human to human, and then at the very end when it goes back to normal speed, they all just fucking instantly incinerate. It's it's like the action in it and the fucking kills are a lot of fun and ridiculously violent. Yeah, I'm on board. He talked me into it. Oh yeah. It's worth it. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Sounds fun. I give it a 9 out of 10. Whoa, all right. I guess you're not a movie critic. Oh, did I only go out of fives? Okay, no, uh, four and a half just, out of five. There we go. They now I give, am. No, they, they would give it like a two out of five or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Poorly yeah. written. Uh, <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, the story is very poorly written. It is fucking garbage. However, those murder scenes alone make it make up for it. All right. Good to know. So good for murder scenes. Yeah, murder scenes. Awesome. Writing and acting shit. Hawkman was badass in it, though. That was cool seeing him. Oh, cool. All right. And uh, I love Aquaman. They do do that part from the Doctor Strange movie with the uh, thousand Doctor Stranges attacking him all at once. They do that with Doctor Fate, which, uh, <laughs> whoops. Oh, well, he tried his best. All right. Huh. All right. I'm excited to see this movie. Sounds fun. All right. Anything else? I made it a little bit further in Gotham Knights. Harley Quinn is in it. Penguin is in it. Mr. Freeze is in it. All the classic enemies so far. Okay. I've got like a bunch of different side missions now that go and like figure out what the fuck those guys are all up to. While also trying to figure out who committed the main murder to start the game. So it's getting better. It's still not great. But 10 out of 10 game of the year? No. Okay. The game of November. Oh, wait. It released not. The game of October. All right. Well, I guess that's that's something. Yeah. Still waiting on Mario plus Rabbids from Game Oh, that's right. I was going to ask how it was no. going. No. Fucking bullshit, man. I just like had the I just put in the thing like send it to me again. What the fuck? Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. I know. Maybe they sent it to your old address. Did you change your address? No, it's no, it's the right address. They sent me Last of Us to this address, so I don't know what's going on. But I get the email like, oh, we received The Last of Us. It's like, I don't give a fuck. I do not care if he received it or not. It's I'm done the with it. The second I dropped it in the mailbox, it's out of my hands <laughs> yeah. and I give no fucks. I am, I, I'm not paying you for it at all if it doesn't get there. It's not my problem. Like, don't tell me that. I don't care. I don't give a, I don't give a shit. Where the fuck is Mario plus Rabbids? So, okay. Next week, more Walking Dead and Nightman and whatever. So... Join us for that. Um, and in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. I'm at Dude the God. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod on Facebook and Twitter, SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music, and Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. See you next week. Bye.
Happy November. Jer- fuck. Happy Giraffe Ember. Wait, oh, how's shit. it go? Giraffe Ember. Yeah, fuck. Giraffe Ember. <laughs> There we go. Yeah. You need to get that uh fucking The Walking Dead update. I know, I will. Maybe throw in the Josta email read one. I like that one. Yeah, maybe I'll just like emails. And maybe I'll load some shit up on the iPad or something and plug that in somehow. I don't know. Well maybe I'll figure it out. Hopefully I figure it out. They just played the Agora on uh the thirtieth. Oh, nice. Did he, uh, did you mention that you were part of this podcast? Yeah. It's like, Hey, Jamie Josto, you want to come read some drops for my podcast? Oh, fuck. That'd be awesome. Yeah. We need to record his version of, uh, the night talk. Um, I would replace all of my drops with Jamie Josto's drops. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a shit. That'd be awesome. But he's the, he's the master of drops. Fucking yeah, he is. I don't. I can't hold a candle to Jamie Justice drops. Corpse are coming next week. On Tuesday. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. I haven't seen them in so long. They've got to be like getting up there in age, right? How old are they now? Twenty-seven. I think. Wow, pretty yeah. old. Damn. Old man corpse grinder. Yeah, I want to know what that looks like. I wonder if he's like balding but still trying to keep the long hair. That'd be awesome. That's <laughs> yeah. That's the look. You gotta gotta keep that look going. <laughs>